Greetings, future lovers. This is Killstreak, episode 47. I'm Eric Goslin, a.k.a. Dick Gooley. And joining me here, as always, Mr. Michael Price. How are you, sir? I'm okay. I'm glad you're not dead. Yeah. Okay, so right out of the <laughs> gate, let me address what is going on in my life. Uh, I have COVID. Um, <laughs> it's insane that it's insane that I have COVID of all people. Mm-hmm. Uh, because myself, my wife, we are two of the most paranoid, uh, careful people you could ever meet. Don't even go to the grocery store. Um, yeah. and somehow, COVID hit us at home. And uh, I, I maybe it's my new dog. I got a new dog. Yeah, I don't know if I had him on the show last time, but uh. I don't know, man. It's been a wild, wild... I'm on day eight now. Mm -hmm. Forgive me. I'm going to be a little bit froggy because I have COVID. Yeah. Um, I will say, though, all things considered, it's been very, very mild. Knock on wood for for myself. Um, And uh, I know it's like a a weird virus where a lot of shit can go wrong. So I... But I feel like I'm pretty much out of the woods now. I haven't had a fever Mm -hmm. in some time. Uh, My sense of smell and taste is now back. And I think pretty much back to normal, which is good. Even better from like this morning. Okay. Um, Okay. You know, I'm I'm being cautiously optimistic. But uh, as of Saturday, we're recording this on Thursday. As of Saturday, I should no longer be contagious. Uh, And yeah, it's just been a fucking crazy crazy ride man yeah i mean i i was overcome with disbelief upon hearing about it i mean i know how careful you guys have been uh everybody at your barbecue two weeks ago got tested in the week before i know (laughs) um yeah i mean we were maskless but we'd all had tests yeah and we were all feeling fine they were curative tests um (laughs) which are oh, very yeah, yeah. fast. Um, yeah. Very fast, very accurate, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I didn't really check the details yeah. on that. But, I mean, the, um, I think the silver lining of all of this is now we finally have firsthand knowledge that COVID is bullshit. And Yeah, it's bullshit, man. I'm yeah, fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding, everyone. Um, this is... I'm being very yeah, facetious. No, take, it, take it seriously. Yeah. I think my caution made it so that i had a mild case sure i know a lot of your severity of illness depends on like viral load yes uh which is always a funny thing you are a master of managing loads everyone knows that so (laughs) i can speak for my wife Mm -hmm. um yeah i mean i don't know if she wants me talking about this exactly but she you know my other my family got it Mm -hmm. also yeah they're fine she's doing better she basically just has a cold now but she got hit harder than me initially and that was scary yeah um and i think it does have to do with like i was probably the first infected somehow Mm -hmm. and either by virtue of wearing a mask or maybe it was like fomite transmission um i think i got a small viral load so just for me i i I started with um a temp like a little bit of a temperature Got up to like 101.4 the first couple of days, uh, and then a little bit of a cough mm-hmm. and just some brain fog, but that's pretty much been the extent of it. And yeah. knock on wood, I I feel good. My energy's my energy never dipped, which I'm very thankful for. That's great. Yeah, 
Uh, but yeah, man, hopefully, hopefully I'm on the other side of this thing. And I apologize if I cough or, you know, whatever. I sure. have fucking COVID, guys. What are you going to do? Yeah, so if anybody wonders why this episode's dropping on a Friday and you didn't listen to our announcement from Monday, this is why. Uh, we wanted to give Eric yep. a little time to uh, get things under control. Yeah. I felt physically able to record. It just my life just kind of got so hectic yeah. in the past week just with having to take care of my son and, and work. I've, I've been working through this all. So it's just been like fucking yeah. crazy. And then you also I, I, I'll stop talking about this soon, but it is just wild to be like, oh, I have the thing. I have right. the thing that everybody's afraid of. Well, mm-hmm. most people are afraid of. Yeah. Oh shit! I have the thing, right? And then, like, you you hear so much in the news, and I think rightfully so. They want to scare people mm-hmm. about how deadly it is. Mm-hmm. But then, when you have it, you're like, I don't want to hear any of that shit. I just want to hear about the good stuff about the, about people recovering, <laughs> right? Because once you have, it, you're like, oh fuck! Like you think you're gonna die. It feels like you have like a uh, a time bomb inside of you, right? And because because who like it's just such a weird virus that affects people so differently. Yeah, yeah, it's scary. Anyway, I'm really hoping I'm out of the woods. I think I am. I want like I'll, it'll be day nine tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I know it's a weird virus. I'm not not you know counting my chickens before they hatch, but my chickens feel pretty good right now. Well, that's good to hear. And and if you're completely wrong, then this will be a beautiful swan song. <laughs> he sounded so full of life in that one episode where they were talking Dracula 1979. We're, this, is, this is episode three of our January draft. Yeah. Speaking of um, loads, um, <laughs> the show must go on, folks. At the top, I want to say I, I hope to get the next Dracoff episode out on Monday. Mm-hmm. But now that this is on a Thursday, this would typically have been the day I watched it. I don't know. Let's play. You guys, let's just be a little flexible with this next play week or two. Here. Yeah. With myself. Maybe it's maybe it'll be like on a Tuesday or something. We'll we'll get back on track. But I'll pledge this to you folks at home. We will finish in January. We will yes. reach completion before the end of this month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Four weeks going dracking off. I mean, we gotta yeah. we gotta have some sort of completion here. That's hopefully it's not completion of me in a box. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think I mean if that's where you like to complete, usually I don't think anybody's <laughs> Oh, that's true. Yeah. I'm not trying to yuck your yum, you know. Uh so um uh, bef- speaking bef- of boxes. <laughs> sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Before we get into this week's uh hottie in a box uh we wanted to take a look back at uh the last couple weeks uh we got a voicemail from one of our oh yeah uh, from one of our listeners uh dan out in la a good friend of mine friend of the show uh eric you haven't heard this yet right no i haven't okay great get excited we're gonna listen to this voicemail together we're gonna see what dan has to say um boom here we go Hey guys, as a listener of Transylvanian Extraction, I felt I would be remiss if I didn't call in today with uh, some info that might shed a little light on the place names in the horror of Dracula. Um, For various uh, geopolitical reasons, um, places in Transylvania tend to have uh, different names in German, Hungarian, and Romanian, and it 
turns out that Klausenberg is the historical German name for the city of Cluj, uh, which is, uh, I believe, uh, maybe the second largest city in Romania, but also the, uh, notably, the uh, unofficial capital of Transylvania. Um, as for Ingolstadt, um, that does appear to just be a random city in Bavaria, not any historical border, but is an Easter egg for horror fans because it is the setting of Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Oh, there you go. Some answers to some lingering questions. Thank you, Dan. Yeah, Dan, this may come as a shock to those of you who are just now hearing this voicemail, but Dan is a huge fucking geography nerd. <laughs> um, he, <laughs> he knows... He knows more shit. I mean, I think he's he, I, I was the kid who was like furious that they stopped doing spelling bees after the eighth grade. Um, uh-huh. And I think Dan was the same way, but with geography bees. Geography. Um, yeah. Did, did I hear him say that he's Transylvanian? Dan is. Yeah. So he is uh, of Romanian descent. And I think specifically he has some family ties to the Transylvanian region. Yeah. Wow. Um. So, yeah, very fun to know that we've got uh, perhaps, uh, who knows, maybe one of Dracula's offspring, Dracula himself. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, uh, thank you so much, Dan, for, for, for letting us know. Klausenberg is a German name for, trans- for a city in Transylvania. Um, awesome. Thanks. And, Thanks, Dan. Yeah, and Ingolstadt, I feel... I feel um, very vindicated to find out that that is not in fact a border to anything (laughs) and it is just (laughs) a call out to frankenstein so that's but that's fun though now that i know that i'm like oh cool okay yeah sounds good thank you very much for clearing that up dan yeah uh okay now on to dracula 1979 blood and guts check mike what did you think of this movie right out the gate blood and guts um i was Kind of excited to watch it. Kind of disappointed yep. after I finished watching it. Really? That's how I, yes, that's how I felt about it. I will I, get uh, into more detail later. I actually, I think I enjoyed this movie. Uh, I was also excited to watch it. Um, I do think it's overly long, though, okay. is my, my biggest critique of the movie. It's overly long. It's about, it comes in about two hours. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Certainly the longest one we've covered of Dracula movies, but I I thought it has a has a really nice uh atmosphere to it. Mm-hmm. It looks cool. It's a really good-looking movie. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Um well, let me ask you right off the top, how did you feel about Well, first of all, where did you watch it out of curiosity? Uh on Amazon Prime? Okay. In my Thank- basement where I've been sleeping. <laughs> I've been sleeping in my basement for going on nine days now. <laughs> He's really, uh, yeah, you're really uh, going method with the January Drakoff. Um, yeah. Well, this is what I wanted to ask you. How did you feel about mm-hmm. the color of this film? Oh, uh, that uh, it was... I. Uh, I didn't think about it to be honest with you. Um, I, I guess in some the outdoors maybe are they're a little bit gray in okay. nature, like the, the muted colors. Mm-hmm, uh, but mm-hmm. I did think there's some like pretty stunning shots. Uh, this one in particular I'm thinking of 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 like Harker in his car driving to Carfax Abbey, 
that's mm-hmm. like sunset with like the road sort of glowing and it, it looks really cool. Yeah. Uh, why? What? How did you feel about cover the colors? I should because <laughs> you felt. I can tell you feel some way about it. I feel no. I feel no way. I just want to know how you felt. That's all. No. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> oh, I like colors. <laughs> I like bright colors. Um. Well, no. So for context, I guess. The director, John Badham, wanted to shoot this black and white like the original. Uh, Universal said, no, you cannot. Um, And so the way they shot it originally was just sort of warm and uh, described by the cinematographer as warm golden colors to show off the distinctive production design. Mm -hmm. Um, However, that original version of the film has been very hard to see or track down since the 80s. What we watched uh, and what is the common version now um, was a recolored edition done by the director. So this was Badham's doing, but they redid the color timing in 1991 uh, to essentially without making it black and white mimic the monochromatic look of black and white as much as he could um oh, okay so it is heavily desaturated uh and to me it all had this appearance of very sort of drab um like a lot of greens and dark blues and uh-huh. um yeah and it just didn't work for me i did not like it um and it was something that i noticed pretty early on and uh yeah i think it's certainly part of you know personal preference is part of it but that was uh yeah it it bumped me i did notice i mean i like i said i think i noticed the outs the outdoors especially like during daylight outdoors uh the color being pretty muted in gray but i sort of just attributed that to just like the uh, english countryside sure you know it actually just being gray and foggy and shit yeah, um, but yeah, that didn't really that didn't really bother me. I would say um more, you know, I'll clarify. I didn't love this movie. I did enjoy watching it. Um I I think Franklin Jella is not a great Dracula. I I think I he's think a great I, actor. Yeah. But do, are you with me on that? I think I, I'm with so, you. He's so baby-faced. It it, <laughs> it's just, it was you just want a little bit more weathering with with a Dracula. Like sure. He, uh, like I think Christopher Lee was kind of a, a perfect sort of Dracula, where he is he is like a handsome guy, right. but he's also a little weird looking. Mm-hmm. And Franklin Jella is a little weird looking, but like <laughs> he looks like he's twenty five. You know what I mean? Like in the movie, I mean the uh, hair I just, is a little bad. too baby faced. The hair is bad, and, and yeah. Jonathan Harker. Just looks like he's like fucking from Crosby, Stills and Nash. <laughs> <laughs> he just came out of came down out of Topanga Canyon. He's still uh, he's still feeling the the edibles. Yeah, um, yeah I think <laughs> here's my yeah Langella hair awful. Um, I would say a little too quirky. Like he's a really interesting actor, and I really like him in some stuff. And I think as he yeah. got older. He almost would have been better like 10 years later playing this role. Yes, yes. Um absolutely. Like, same guy. Like no no problem, but also it's like he's too thin for me. Like Christopher yeah, yeah. Lee was not like a like a really broad-shouldered guy or anything, but it's like at least the way they dressed him up, he just like he felt 
like this. Yeah, he felt more imposing. Frank Langella feels um, like he feels we he looks physically like I like I don't like that. I look at him and I'm like, I could take that guy for sure. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. now all this being said, I'm probably going to have to backtrack and and explain why I don't have all the same complaints next week um, about a Dracula that I know and really like, who is also not a large imposing guy. But um, but yeah, for some reason, that was just kind of like the feeling that I had throughout a lot of this. No, I yeah, know. that was my that was my feeling too, um, with him. Yeah, but um, I, oh, I one of my notes that I wrote here at the top, like my top line notes, mm-hmm. is that this might be the most fully realized version of Dracula we've seen so far. Yeah, as far as like, I mean, it does it it skips some of the initial beats of the story, which I was very thankful for. Sure. Um. <laughs> Like, there's no initial trip to Castle Dracula to uh-huh. yeah. do all the the really, what I think is pretty boring bookkeeping of like, oh, well, man. I'm going to move you to Carfax Abbey. It's now. like my oh, favorite part of every movie. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm like the total opposite. I'm like, they took out my favorite part of Dracula. Oh, see, for, for me, it's just like, I've seen it twice already, and I'm about to see it again. So I yeah. was thankful for the, uh, sure. for the little... Uh, but that being said, it's it was still too long. Mm-hmm. They added some stuff towards yeah. the end. Um, we should also mention that this is, I believe, still is based off of the play. The, the same play. One Dracula. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it's I mean, it's a crazy thing because they like it, it almost seems like from what I can tell that this movie came to exist the same way the first one did, which is like mm-hmm. in 31 in the late 20s and 30s, they had the play. Bella Lugosi was the lead on the stage play. Um, and they're like, okay, let's make a movie out of it. And they cast him in the lead. This time around, a revival of the same play. The same Dracula play mm-hmm. from, from those uh, writers uh, was going on Broadway in the late 70s. Frank Langella was Dracula. And they were mm-hmm. like, all right, let's make a movie. <laughs> they cast him in the movie. Um, <laughs> it's very weird. Uh, but I, hey, you know. Yeah. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I don't hate it. I want to be clear. I don't. I don't think. It oh yeah, I, I, I didn't get that impression that you hated yeah. it. Um, I lo- I really like the production design in the movie, and I, I agree. think that there's um, the budget is clearly bigger than the last two that we've seen. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Definitely. Although, I mean, the knowing that, I almost want to like go back to last week and give even more credit to hammer for making such a professional looking movie on such a small budget. You know, those guys like really cool too. Yeah. They really pulled. And I will say like color wise, in in terms of like how they shot it and how the end product looks like, I definitely preferred that vibe of the hammer Dracula to this one. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, yeah, I think I'm. I think I may have preferred the vibe of this one a little uh-huh. bit more, but I do also love the hammer. Like, I just love the set dressing and the way sure. it works, mm-hmm. the colors, the color. You know, to talk about your critique on this one, the colors in the hammer movie, yeah, were pretty cool. Yeah, um, let's talk a little bit. The director of this one. One of the reasons my my expectations, or I should say, my hopes were pretty high. One, I like Frank Langella a lot. Um, he's a guy who's played the heavy in a lot of stuff that I've ignored. I, I should say I've enjoyed quite a bit. 
Uh, as a child, obviously, got to give a shout out to Skeletor in uh, Masters of the Universe. Sure, sure. A truly terrifying <laughs> villain in a ridiculous movie. Um, yeah. But yeah, they did a great job with his makeup in that one. Um, it's super scary. Yeah. It might be and, scarier than anything we've seen in a Drakoff. <laughs> I, think that, I think so far, absolutely. Um, yeah. I also... Always knew him as the bad guy in Dave, the body switching president comedy with Kevin Klein. Um, he wait, oh, oh, Frank Jangella. I thought you were talking yeah. about John Badham because no. I was looking at his IMDb page. Like, wait, he's an actor too? Yeah, I was gonna talk about Badham and then I was like, oh, let's talk about Langella first. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also, one of my guiltiest guilty pleasures, uh, is the uh, Roman Polanski boo boo. Uh, movie The Ninth Gate, which I have seen like ten times. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen that one. Oh uh, well, I don't. Is that I the mean, Johnny Depp movie. That is the Johnny Depp movie. So it is a truly troubled production. Um, <laughs> between really between well between the Deppster and Roman Polanski, oh, sure. it's some real heavy sure, hitters. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's hard. Polanski is one of my personal like it's hard to separate the art from the art. I mean it's easy yeah. for me to separate the art from the artist cuz I love right. I love his movies are so really good. Yeah. His movies are fucking great and just, yeah. yeah terrible he did a terrible terrible thing. So pirate like yeah person. go pirate a copy of The Ninth Gate and watch it. Um make sure that okay. no money makes its way back to the filmmakers. Yeah. Um but yeah John Badham is a guy who um, is probably most well known. He kind of broke out as the director of Saturday Night Fever, um, mm-hmm. and he directed quite a few movies that I think both of us have seen because he got himself into a little bit of like an action jag in the late eighties yeah. and early nineties. But the movie of his that I have seen by far the most times is War Games, which is one of my favorite movies. Yeah, um, we we were just talking about that because I thought I hadn't seen it, but then I quickly realize oh yes i have seen war games i like war games yeah um it's one of those i don't know if other people who who love films do this but i have like going to sleep movies that i will just throw mm-hmm. on and like war games is one of them and it, it would be no exaggeration to say that i have watched at least the first 30 minutes of war games probably once a week for the last two years so um my college roommate was uh the type of guy who had to fall asleep to a movie and I'm the type of guy who needs complete silence and darkness to fall asleep. <laughs> okay. So I'd always just wait for him to fall asleep. And then because of that, I've seen the beginning of the movie, big daddy the first, like 35, 40 minutes of it. <laughs> oh, so <boy>. many times. <laughs> oh man. That was his go to sleep movie. That is something. I think, That's... I think Hey, here college students, uh, if you're about to, you know, whenever this pandemic's mm-hmm. over, and you're about to actually be physically on campus. If you're the type of person who needs to uh, fall asleep to television, you're the one who needs to change, not the <laughs> guy who needs needs quiet. You know. I mean, I I'm gonna provide Learn a to different. Adapt. I'm gonna throw out a different perspective, which is that seems like a great thing to put on in your info when you're uh, looking for roommates and stuff. You can tell them shit like that. You know? Yeah, I guess I hadn't thought about it. I don't know. Yeah, maybe instead of letting Eric just tell everybody you got to live live life my way or the highway, uh, maybe we just pair <laughs> up people with similar interests. You know, that um, would that would. I mean, I, I liked my roommate a lot. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, 
one time he did walk in on me getting a blowjob, and that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> By a woman who was not my girlfriend. Ooh, <laughs> but I had a girlfriend. <laughs> exciting stuff. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um. Uh, he came home at like three in the morning. Uh-huh. Um, did not expect him <laughs> shouldn't have been in the situation i was in mm. uh why did i uh, the guys this is the covid talking i'm sorry this isn't me i mean i was like i was like 18 so yeah true yeah i can't be held responsible anyway hi guys yeah. he also made drop zone <laughs> <laughs> yeah bad um, stakeout bird on a wire the hard way with michael j fox and james woods um uh-huh. yeah short circuit yeah, he's got some fucking really just like pumped out a bunch of movies. Yeah, he's definitely. And so I looked him up because I was like, what happened to this guy? He did Nick of Time in 95. That was a fine movie. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know what Incognito is. 97. Then he's gone. No more. He no. did some he did some TV directing, some, some TV. Yeah, which seems like that's kind of what he moved into in the 2000s. He worked on a bunch of pretty, pretty big shows, network shows and that sort of stuff. But I did a little more digging. He currently runs. The directing, uh, he's the directing chair for the film department at Chapman University in Los Angeles, which oh. I came incredibly close to applying to. Uh, for those of you at home who don't know, I've decided that in order to be able to trump Eric in all of our film debates and have the final word, I need to get an MFA <laughs> in film. Uh, <laughs> I, I already have an MFA in film, so. What? <laughs> You have a BFA? Sorry, I, uh, uh, oh, oh, you're right. I'm sorry. No, I, I have a uh, bachelor's of fine arts. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're yeah. right. You're right. Sorry. Smoke my pole. No, wait. I, I did. What did I do? I did an extra thing. I did a. I was, wait. MFA is a master's? Yeah, it's a master's degree. Did you go Maybe back to college? That was the sp- no. Yeah, no, BFA no, is did. different than a BA. Okay, then I have a BFA. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I apologize. I don't have an MFA. MFA. Yeah, you get a. You get a big fucking But ass. I will, just to fucking spite you. <laughs> Do it, dickhole. Um, <laughs> I'll yeah. spend hundreds of thousands of more dollars so I can work in the industry I currently work in. <laughs> hey, I'm uh, I'm just really banking on this student loan cancellation thing working out. <laughs> I, uh, like- I just paid mine off. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is the time. I gotta get I gotta get in right before the end. Um, so we'll see what happens. Um Anyways, John Badham also directed this. This was his third feature film. So, uh, you know, take what you will away from that. Uh, everybody else in this cast um, is, I mean, solid. I mean, we've got some heavy hitters uh, in supporting yeah. roles. Sir Lawrence Olivier is Abraham Van Helsing. Um or as I will always know him, Zeus from Clash of the Titans, because uh, I don't watch old oh, yeah. movies. So. <laughs> <laughs> so the only thing that I really recognize him from is an action fantasy sword and sandal movie from the late 1970s, early 80s. Um, Marathon Man. You ever, you ever see Marathon Man? Oh, yeah, I have. Okay. Uh, is he the yeah. dentist? He's the dentist. He's like okay. the escape, not the like the uh, Nazi yeah, war criminal. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Then I've seen him in that. That movie's dope. Yeah, um, it was good. And um, and then Doctor Seward, uh, played by Donald Pleasance. Yeah. Definitely will be coming up at some point again in on the future of this podcast. Donald Pleasance, you guys know no love him. No way. He's a carpenter. He's a carpenter guy. 
Uh, did was he in any of the movies we watched for John Carpentober? I was just trying to th- remember that. Uh, no, because he was yeah. dead when uh, was when he we dead got around. Escape from L.A. came out. Yeah, uh, yeah. Duke Duke of New York, a number one. Uh, that's him. That's him doing <laughs> his thing from Escape from New York. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I don't think he was in any of the John Carpenter. Yeah, well, an interesting thing. So, you know, a lot of horror fans probably know him immediately as Dr. Loomis from Halloween. Mm -hmm. And uh, what I found to be an interesting bit of trivia about this movie, which came out a year later, was that they originally wanted him for Van Helsing. And he was like, no, it's too much like what I just did. It's like, oh, interesting. Yeah, it is. And they were like, okay, you could do that. You could do Seward. And he's like, yeah, I'll do it. So that's fun. Yeah, I think he's good in it. All, yeah, I mean, he's all his performances are pretty good, even if mm-hmm. I think Langella is miscast. Yeah, I think for me, yeah. Misca- for me, me saying Frank Langella is miscast after he did the Broadway play is like very <laughs> shitty of me to say. But I just I didn't really buy him as Dracula. Just, I honestly think if you fix the fucking hair, it might it'd go yeah. a long way. Yeah, yeah, I would. Um, maybe if he just ate a couple more cheeseburgers before they started filming. Um, I just <laughs> yeah, want a Dracula. A l- lean bulk. I want a Dracula who looks like me. Okay. Um, that but, is, that's not a, an unreasonable request. Yeah. Uh, I, I'll say, uh, uh, guys, if you are looking to lose weight quickly, uh, try uh, eight days of COVID because I am now fitting into my pre-lockdown t-shirts and jeans. So Ooh. <laughs> it, it works. <laughs> Cough right into that mic for me. I'm gonna get up real close to mine. <laughs> Does it make uh, you nervous talking to me? <laughs> Knowing because I, I is there like some part irrational fear of like, oh god, I can't talk to this fucking infectious freak. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Do you ever see that movie Ghost in the Machine? It's uh, yeah. uh Karen Allen from like the <laughs> like I'm, the evil guy who's like in electronics and stuff. Yeah, I'm a little. Yeah. There's a lot of COVID mutations happening. Who knows when it goes digital? You know. Once it gets I, I into the I, phone lines. I bet I got that California strain. That is my guess. I'm sure you did. I, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. One other thing I wanted to say about Donald Pleasance. Did you know that Donald Pleasance is a uh, notorious scene stealer? Uh, really? I did yes. not know that. So apparently he has a long reputation for doing things like... Uh, eating or handling props that make it very hard to cut around his scenes uh, or to cut down on the length of his scenes. Um, Uh And I this is like one. I I did a little bit of digging, but I think you can go pretty deep on this stuff. Uh, He's got more of these kind of tricks of the trade. Um, But yeah, like very famously has a reputation for being a guy who's like, yeah, he will. He'll like take your lines and like he does all this oh, that's shit. That's funny. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I respect just it. Heard, I just heard uh something about the Untouchables. Uh huh. Where um, oh God, I'm I'm not remember. I can't remember if it was Kevin Costner. This doesn't seem like a Kevin Costner thing to do. Or Andy Garcia. Somebody was being too precious on set, okay. and they wouldn't like cheat an angle. They're like, yeah, I wouldn't do it that way. That just doesn't feel natural. And then Sean Connery, who's in that movie, he just overheard them say, hit Sean Connery say, it's not fucking Hamlet. And then, <laughs> so then he's like, oh, yeah, fuck it. I'll just do it. You're right. You're right. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to be on Connery's bad side. 
No, he'll smack you. Like rest, in, <laughs> rest in peace. Uh, both <laughs> of, uh, presumably yeah, both of them. In, I don't know. Rest in power, pimp. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. Um, cool. Do you have any questions, Eric, or anything else you'd like to know or say that you know that you want to share about 1979 Dracula? No, I didn't really look much up about it. Uh, but man, maybe more stuff will come up as I'm doing the recap. Um, I'm hoping my recap makes sense because I was in the middle of a COVID haze. Sure. Took the notes, so we'll see. <laughs> well, just like your post-COVID bod, we'll keep it lean and we'll just uh, we'll power through it. We'll power through it, guys. All right, let's. Uh, we'll see you guys on the other side after this quick break. The wolves are howling. Get a shot of I thought would be Castle Dracula, but it's Carfax Abbey. We don't see Castle mm. Dracula in this movie at all. Yeah. Uh, then this there's is a boat. All, this is storm. all England. All England. A boat in a storm. It looks pretty cool. This boat. This uh storm. Um, and there's something growling from inside the box that says Count Dracula. The uh the sailors pull it up topside. The captain ties himself to the wheel as he's battering the waves. Uh, they start. They try to toss the boat, uh, the box overboard, but a wolf hand pops out through the lid and tears a dude's throat out immediately we get some there's some gore in this movie not like a there ton is. of gore but yeah there's a bit there's some good blood another guy falls overboard the wolf lunges at the captain but he can't run away because he's tied to the wheel and then we're in the uh dr seward's in insane asylum or i don't it's probably a more pc way of me putting that but <laughs> i mean that's what it was at the time fucking shit well, show inside it's a real it's like a full-on loony bin it's a loony bin i refer to it coming up as just the loony bin because it is yeah people are patients are fucking flipping out they're running around screaming a woman is a baby (laughs) yeah that seems sketchy yeah it's so weird and then uh upstairs his his daughter seward's daughter miss lucy is upstairs with her friend mina they're reading letters to each other lucy's called down to I guess take care of the baby. I'm not really sure why Lucy's like in the employ of this of Doctor Seward yeah. and his uh, loony bin. Doesn't seem like a very good place for a young lady. Not that like they're you know can't do hard jobs or whatever, but <laughs> she's. <laughs> Tell us more. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, Mina gets up from bed. She looks out the window. She sees that ship coming mm-hmm. in, coming in hard. Uh, she runs outside in the rain through the graveyard. This whole sequence, I thought, looks like this is why I was immediately like excited watching this movie. Like, right, this well, it looks cool. I think it looks good, but here's the thing, though: it's like it's a stormy night, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, okay, this has got a good stormy night look. But then it's like anytime we're like indoors with the lights on, or if it's daytime, it's like, oh, it just looks like kind of gloomy all the time. You know, yeah, and, yeah, and, it does. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, Mina runs to the shore. She sees the the uh, uh, co- the boat kind of crashing onto the rocks. Um, and it, it, she uh, the wolf gets up from the the wreckage and howls. And Mina sees it walk off into this like really fucking cool looking cave, crazy looking cave that doesn't seem like it would be. <laughs> In like the, on the coast of England, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny. I just this is such a 
a huge diversion, but just I had this thought of like I've been thinking about this watching movies recently of like cool sort of natural elements mm-hmm. of like landscape. And I'm like, wait, that would never be there. And I was thinking about I just watched all the Nolan Batmans again. No, oh, yeah, yeah. Like all this, and all the stuff with the Batcave. And I was like, wait, there's no fucking like waterfalls with giant yeah. caves underneath them, like just next to Near residential areas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chicago or Pittsburgh or wherever the fuck it was. It's supposed to be, I looked yeah. at. Yeah, I looked it up and it's like, yeah, it's in fucking Europe somewhere where they shot that. And I'm like, OK, yeah, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Um, So she fall, goes into the cave and she sees Count Dracula lying there unconscious in his fur lined jacket. Their hands touch. and she, He gives it a squeeze. Uh, this is like the hot. This is like the romantic Dracula. Yeah, this is like this is real- the Dracula that everyone wants to fuck. <laughs> That's right. And I feel like, yeah, they've been making slow advancements in that direction, right? Yeah. Christopher Christopher Lee was like a little bit more flirty, but it was still like 60s, 50s kind of like reserved. This guy, he's he he fucks. Yeah, this this Dracula definitely fucks. Mm-hmm. Uh the next morning, the villagers are all pulling up the wreckage. Jonathan Harker's there. He's Dr. Dracula's solicitor. He pulls up in his cool, like, Dr. Model Acula. T kind of Dr. Acula. Is that what you said? <laughs> I'm the representative of Dr. Acula. <laughs> He's got, like, an old automobile that I thought was pretty neat. Um, Dracula's the only one who survived. Mina found him and took him to Carfax Abbey. And we meet Renfield. So Renfield now, you know, he's not... I guess it's always yeah, John not that goes back. Right, but this Renfield is not raving mad or yet, not yet. like uh, no, uh, like a uh, you know, like a hypnotized servant of Dracula. He's just a fucking dude. Yeah, he's just some like dock worker who's like moving in charge of moving Dracula stuff to Carfax. He's not like already within Dracula's no. control. Um, yeah, he brings he brings the, do, uh, Dr. Acula. Jesus fuck, <laughs> he brings Dracula's coffin full of soil to his house. Mm-hmm. Um, Seward invites Dracula to dinner, which is like pretty, pretty weird. It's like, oh yeah, he just washed up on shore in a big, <laughs> terrible car wreck. Uh, shipwreck. You're, you're hunger, yeah. Come to but, dinner. Make yeah, sure you wear a, a suit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look presentable, Jesus. Uh, Jonathan and Seward they drive up to see Lucy, who I think is like horseback riding or something. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll say oh, this. Uh, I wrote. Oh no! You go. No, you go ahead. I was say, I think the outdoor locations all look pretty crazy. The locations are cool. Yeah, I I think all the design and locations are good. I just wish they they were more uh, bold and colorful. Yeah. Um, I wrote this note late, but I think you feel it right away that like w- with the Britishness and also like the settings, but a lot of the pacing and stuff too, and the scenes that they decide to to either add or use versus the stuff that they do away with. This really feels like a Dracula that is geared towards people who are like into costume dramas. Sure. Um, yeah. You know, if you're like, if you're like a big masterpiece theater type of person, I bet this is your favorite Dracula. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. It feels, it does have like an Anglophile costume mm-hmm. drama kind of, you know, uh, uh, someone's yeah. daffy aunt would, would enjoy and think is super hot in a refined British way. She has to like fan herself. 
Because she's yeah. fucking horny. A gentleman. It, uh, Dracula also has an English accent, too, which I think is funny in this one. Yeah. Speaking of people being horny as shit, uh, Harker and Lucy meeting right here. Uh, do you have any notes about their first encounter? No, I don't. I don't. They straight up try to suck each other's fucking faces off. Like, <laughs> it is graphic. Uh, anyways, I guess I guess they missed each other. Yeah, I mean, oh, I was just saying, no, he's been on the ship, but no, he hasn't. He's just been away, I guess, in his car cruising. Just his cool, Ren- his cool nineteen twenties Spanish car. Renfield brings the box of uh, the coffin to Carfax. Uh, Dracula's it, like he pops out of the box and uh, turns into a bat. Really stupid shot, I would say. When <laughs> when uh, yeah. Like I think Renfield looks over and he sees Dracula, and then before mm-hmm. Dracula turns into the bat, he's just Frank Langella with a yeah. bat cape <laughs> flapping his arm. His... <laughs> it yeah, looks really stupid, and he like flies too. I think it's really weird looking. Yeah, we're almost fifty Renfield years on screams. here, and and they yeah. just have not figured out how to incorporate bats, or we will eventually see spiders too. They just still suck at it. <laughs> yeah. It, this is this is we're returning to Dracula turning into bats and wolves and shit mm-hmm. in this one. Renfield screams. Um, then uh, later, the Doctor Seward, Mina, and Lucy and Jonathan are all at dinner talking about the wreckage, and and like, no storm could have caused that captain's throat wound. Um, and then Count Dracula makes his appearance at dinner. Good evening. He kisses Mina's hands. I trust you're feeling well. Uh, Lucy can't believe he'd be in a dump like Carfax Abbey, which is a fucking dump. It's, it is, yeah. It's like there's like skeletons in there and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, uh, I come from an old family. To be in a new house would be impossible for me. So, of course, at dinner, Dracula won't eat or drink because he can't. Uh, Lucy talks about how the last entry in the ship's log was something along, along the lines of like Nosferatu, the undead. And Dracula corrects her, "No, no, no, doesn't mean undead. It means not dead." Then a, a, <laughs> uh, a servant cuts his finger carving a roast or something, and Dracula f- eye fucks it. Gotta get that <laughs> sweet blood. That's right. Um, Mina is impressed by him. You have such a great lust for life. Um, what a great way to put it. He says, which I thought was kind of funny. Uh, Then suddenly she gets dizzy because she's infirm, I I suppose. Dracula's like, no, no, do not get her drugs. You'll pollute her blood. Yeah, and it turns out that Dracula is a Christian scientist. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) No medicines. Uh, she's complaining. She has a pain from her head to her neck, and Dracula offers to hypnotize her uh, to to do it, much to the chagrin of Harker and Dr. Sewer. They're, they think that's crazy. But Dracula does hypnotize her, and then Mina is under his control. And Lucy and Dracula, they end the night by dancing, totally fucking cucking Jonathan. He's not happy <laughs> this movie. about it either. <laughs> this this is just opening the door to 45 to 60 minutes of mostly just cuck fantasy. Yeah, it really like, is. It really it is just like Jonathan Harker gets cucked over and over and over again. <laughs> just grips 
grips yeah. the side of his chair and watches. <laughs> as you put it one time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Later, Lucy's awoken by the sound of a bell ringing, and she goes through the house to see what it is. It's Jonathan. He jumps out, scares her. He's jealous of Dracula, them dancing. You're dancing right in front of me like that. They end up kissing because he's fucking rock hard about it, too. It's so turned on. It's so turned on. Oh, yeah, degrade me, please. Tell me. Tell me I've got a little dick. <laughs> tell me about how big a Dracula's dick is. <laughs> how did it feel? How did it feel when he's pressing against you? Just tell me. Oh, my God. <laughs> <clears throat> uh. <laughs> Meanwhile, Dracula scales down the side of the building like a spider. How did you feel about this effect? I thought it was pretty creepy. Yeah, I like this one. This is, this was cool, yeah. and I was like, oh, maybe this movie will be like scary. Yeah, and then I this so. was maybe this is maybe one of the three scariest moments in the movie. But yeah, you know. yeah, it's not not a very scary movie. Um, he claws at the window of Mina and Lucy's room. And then he like makes upside down eye contact with Mina as he like removes a pane of glass and lets himself in. This is the third Dracula where he just enters. And I always yeah. thought it was something with vampires that like they were not allowed to enter. Without I wrote the exact same note during the exact same scene. I was like, yeah, I guess Dracula, for whatever reason, does not need permission. He does not need to be invited in places. Yeah. Although I guess they invited him to dinner already. Uh, oh so yeah, maybe they already brought him into the house. Yeah, that that's a good point. Yeah. Oh, but there's none of that in mention, the first two. Yeah. Uh, I also wanted to mention that also streaming on Amazon Prime. I had to uh-huh. pay for this one, but for free is the Jack Palance one. Oh yeah. Which I like threw on a couple minutes of, and that seems very shitty. And I'm glad we didn't watch it. <laughs> I will say. There are so many more goddamn Dracula movies than I realized. Yeah. Uh, just doing searches for Dracula on streaming. It took to forever. Try to get, yeah. And I, I will say that I was a little bit like part of me was like, man, should we do two months of Dracula? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I can't watch eight Dracula but like, movies. But we could do like all the all the ones that are like not. Like the like these are all like down the middle Draculas, but we could do uh Dracula two thousand uh-huh, uh-huh. and what's the the shitty Luke Evans one where they tried to relaunch the Universal Monsters, uh Dracula Yeah un- yeah, Dracula know. something, Dracula un- Untold or some shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. Exactly like, what it is. Anyways, I'm down to do six months of Dracula if you want to, but six we can talk about it. <laughs> as long as we can watch Van Helsing, which I yeah, think is bad. Yeah, we I can watch Van Helsing. Like... Yeah, that's a spinoff. Um, totally. We could watch Blackula. That would be fun. Oh, that'd be fun. I would actually yeah. watch that one. Um, Mina opens her shirt to him. Then a wolf howls. Renfield wakes up. Um, he sees a bug. Oh, here we go. Nice and fat and juicy. Sucks that puppy right down. And uh, Dracula surprises him. He's, he's still at Carfax, and he makes Renfield swear his loyalty. Give mm-hmm. him all the fucking bugs he can chew. Mina let starts me ask, ga- mm-hmm. let, me, let me ask you a question real quick, because before we move on from this horny scene with Dracula and Mina, uh, where she like opens her shirt up, 
Now, I don't want to sound like a creep, and I know we've already talked about cucking for like five minutes, but <laughs> let me just pose this question to you. If you are making a movie in 1979, and it's already rated R, and it's Did like whole, its whole point is to be like a fucking horny Dracula, yes, why not have a little nudity? I was expecting a little bit, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, it's just like one of those things where it's like, does that make a movie worse? No. No, no never does. make it a little to make it a little bit better? Probably. <laughs> Anyways. Uh back to the cucking of, of Jonathan Harker. <laughs> that um, should be the name Nina, of this movie. Yeah, <laughs> Dracula, the cucking of Jonathan Harker. Least Lucy gets back into bed after being with Jonathan and Mina starts gasping. She calls for Dr. Seward and Mina suffocates, which was troubling for me to watch mm. her gasp and die <laughs> uh, because I had this COVID like, while I was watching this. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Seward sees like some bite marks on her neck over breakfast, which did you get a look at this breakfast that Seward's going to town on? Yeah, it looks like shit because of the lighting, because of the color in this movie. It looked disgusting. It looked like jellied eggs and tomatoes. But this is the thing. It's just, it's all it is, is a standard full English breakfast. It is like the most straightforward English breakfast that there is. And it looks like trash because Uh, of the way this movie's colored. No, didn't get to enjoy that breakfast. I'm sorry. Over breakfast, Dr. Co- Dr. Seward calls Van Helsing because Mina is his daughter. I should have pointed that out earlier. Um, yeah, they switched up the yeah, there's some they switched Mina and Lucy's roles and last names. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they also attached Mina to Van Helsing, which was all kind of interesting, like interesting yeah. little tweaks. Yeah. Um, I, I don't like how interchangeable Mina and Lucy are in all of these movies. Yeah. You know, like it just they're really like even from from movie to movie, there's like, oh, the, this is the one that Dracula likes. This is not the one. And it's it. Well, I mean, the one that I think succeed if it, it's it's almost unfair to these other movies, because like I have seen the Coppola Bram Stoker's Dracula many times. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm pretty familiar with it. So every time I watch one of these movies, I'm also kind of comparing it to that one because I know we're going to watch it. And it's like, I know that movie. Mm-hmm. And I will say that that one, I think they succeed more than any of the rest of these in differentiating these two women. Yeah. Um, because they really in in the Coppola movie, while I mean, appearance wise, one of them is very much red haired and the other one's, you know, dark brown hair. But then also mm-hmm. like they make Lucy very single, very flirty. She has all these male suitors, while as Mina is like very much uh, monogamously just like. I'm in love with Jonathan Harker. And so it's like much easier to keep them separated than I think in the rest of these films. Just like the offspring said, you got to keep them separated. Anyway, <laughs> sorry not to blow over what you just said. Uh, Cause I think it's correct. <laughs> Carfax Abbey. Uh, Jonathan drives up in that really cool shot. I was talking about. It's like a sunset or sunrise. A road looks like it's glowing. He goes inside and he pokes around, yells for Dracula. There's kind of a funny moment. Dracula kind of just like pops up. He'd kind of been close by all along. He's like, hey, you don't yeah. need to yell, man. You frightened me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they talk. The Dracula says, like, I could, t- I could tell that Mina was pretty close to death. 
Uh, Jonathan's like, yeah, she's been frail her whole life. <laughs> Classic <laughs> Victorian woman yeah. just dying. Yeah, uh, yeah. He tells Jonathan to invite Seward and Lucy over um, for after the funeral um, for for dinner, I guess. But you know, he's like, but you, Jonathan, I'm sorry, man. You got to do an errand for me. You got to go to London uh, since yeah. you're my solicitor. Also, where the fuck is he going to host them for dinner? I was wondering that, too. That place is a dump. I would never <laughs> step foot in there. I'd never eat a meal in that place. Absolutely not. Um, it, I like I just, Again, the cucking. He's like, I, you know, you should invite your fiance over here, but you, unfortunately, <laughs> you're not going to be able to make it because uh, you're going to be in London, friend. Uh, yeah, you know, about this, you know about the zip codes rule, right, bro? <laughs> <laughs> On the way back, uh, Jonathan's driving in his car, and Renfield jumps out of the back. You gotta save me! Help me get away from him. They pull over. Jo- Jonathan roughs him up a little bit, and Renfield sees there's a bat watching. Oh no! And then we're in the loony bin. Jonathan brings Renfield in. He's tied to a bed. The conditions in that in that place are fucking awful. Seems like a really bad place for a mentally ill person to be. <laughs> It's almost like uh, the system's broken. Yeah. And then over at the funeral, Jonathan and Lucy, uh, they after the funeral, they like part ways on on bad terms. He goes off to London and uh Dr. Seward's like, uh Dracula invited us to his to Carfax Abbey, but I can't go because Van Helsing is coming. And Lucy's like, Well, you know, I'd hate to disappoint him. So, you know, Jonathan's out of town. You gotta meet Dr. <laughs> Helsing at the station. I'll go. Yeah. I'll take that bullet. That's right. Can't um, disappoint. Don't want to disappoint. disappoint. <laughs> Seward meets Van Helsing at that station. We meet Lawrence Olivier's character. Um, and he's like, just wants to know what the fuck happened to his daughter who just dropped dead. Lucy yeah. arrives at the, ca- at the castle. We get that kind of that gag from the 1931 version where the carriageman just disappears when she arrives at the castle. The doors open before she can even knock, and Dracula greets her. Meanwhile, Van Helsing is grilling Seward about Mina. Uh, he's like, "Well, I, I don't know. I gave her laudanum for nervous prostrations." Which I, I love those, <laughs> like those old timey, um, like you know, he she has his, she had hysteria. Hysteria, we all know that. So I gave her laudanum. Yeah. Um, Lucy and Dracula are having dinner over this enormous table, like covered in candles. Um, and then at the loony bin, a woman bursts through the window and she's screaming about how her baby's dead. Her baby's murdered. And sure enough, we see that dead baby on the ground. Looks gross. And it's like, and again, makes you question whether or not it was an ethically sound decision to let this woman have a baby. In the loony bin. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she's talking about how she had, the person who did it had red glowing eyes and long dreadful teeth. And it was, it was Mina. Mina who did this. Dracula and Lucy kiss. He bites her ear and like teases her neck. Did you notice that? A little oh, ear yeah. nibble? Yeah, that's right. I was tangling. I had, I had goose pimples. <laughs> and you know who else would have had goose pimples if he was just watching? Old Jonathan Harker. He would have would have ripped the arm right off his easy chair. Just <laughs> <laughs> loosening his belt. Um and then I wrote in my notes, 
Harker's getting cucked by Drac. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she doesn't even like, she's like, uh, it's getting light. And Drac is like, you should go. She's like, no, I don't want to go. <laughs> she's like, Drac is like, no, you should go. Because you know, burned to death. Yeah. But I thought that yeah. was funny that she's like, no, I'm, I'm down to stay. Yeah, she's um, like Van- for it, for sure. Yeah, she's looking for a little strange, a little va- Transylvanian strange. Uh, Transylvanian. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Van Helsing is doing research on bats. He's putting garlic flowers around Mina's grave with Lucy. He tells Lucy about his vampire theory. Um, and he gives her a, a cross necklace that he was going to give to Mina to wear. And then Dracula is there on horseback, and it's mm-hmm. like daylight. Yeah, it's fully daytime. Bothering? Yeah, it was weird. I was confused. I guess they're doing like, that. They're trying to do like a day for night, maybe, but it looked just yeah. like daylight. Yeah, doesn't he have a line later in the movie where he talks about like how how it's like he can sort of be out in the daytime or some shit? I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But if you did, I missed it. Yeah. Um, he's weirded out by the cross necklace, of course. Lucy's getting ready for bed. She hears a, a wolf howl and she takes that cross necklace off. She doesn't want anything getting in the way. Mm. Van Helsing and Seward are looking for uh, the vampire's grave. I think it's Mina's grave in a misty cemetery with this cool looking white horse. The horse somehow finds it and he like stomps on the grave to like show that it's here. <laughs> it's a very good horse. Um, it's a good good boy. And then Dracula appears in Lucy's window. Now it is you, my best beloved one. He sweeps her off her feet, puts her on the bed, bites her neck. And then we get this like kind of trippy psychedelic sequence where the scene like the scene grows red and they're floating in this mm-hmm. red void. There's a little yeah. bat flying around in there. Yeah. Um, and this feels like where we should have nudity. <laughs> yeah, instead, it does. Yeah. Yeah. But instead I, I, we I just get like yeah, it's cool. It's like, um, you know, I, I, I'm sure this is unfair to whoever originated this sort of scene or technique. But for me, it's just like, yeah, it's got like Willy Wonka, like, you know, going through the tunnel on the boat vibes. Yeah, it does. Know? It does. Uh, Dracula scratches his chest and he has Mina drink his blood. So now his blood is in her and she uh, she's a vampire. Mm hmm. Yeah, you think they could just do that through sex, you know? Yeah, like the old-fashioned way. Right? Like, whatever. <laughs> I mean, Dracula's not, you know, he's not shooting regular shooting, stuff, right? Think he's shooting blood? Yeah, probably. You think Dracula's right? blowing blood loads? Wow. What? what the f- is that not immediately where your mind gets? No, I didn't really think about it. I mean, I... I, I mean, he doesn't I eat food or drink water. That's it's true. I spent I mean, like 40, 40 yeah, 50 I, I mean, minutes I, thinking about this. I drink a lot of coffee. That's not what comes out of me. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Do you think Dracula has a functioning penis? Or is um, he just like, is he like, yeah. Cause the key to um, that Tom again Cruise is in his blood. Is he like Tom, yeah, say, is he like Tom Cruise in uh born on the 4th of July where he just like, ends up like coming from like butterfly kissing or something because <laughs> right, that's all really this. that's really insensitive to actual paraplegics um <laughs> is it i don't know 
I don't know which word Dracula's working with. Uh, yeah, no, Dracula. The one thing that he has in spades is blood, and yeah. everybody knows that that's what you need to get. To you know, pump that rod full. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this is, gonna be, this is one of those episodes. Continuing. <laughs> Baby, it's always been one of those episodes. Uh, they open up Mina's grave. It's empty, but there's a hole in it that's leading into the mines. Van Helsing just goes in. The place is covered in rats and bones. It's crazy looking inside. Mm. Um, and then topside, Seward has a little bite to eat. I like that. <laughs> he just like pulls out a snack. It's probably what you were talking about with uh, Donald Pleasance. Like, well, they can't cut me out of this, so because I'm yeah, doing something right. during it, <laughs> can't cut away. Um, Van Helsing drops his cross down there into like a puddle when a bat flies at him. Suddenly, Vampire Mina's there. She looks scary. I actually like yeah. the way she looks. She's like all white. Her eyes are like maroon with these pinpoint orange pupils. Um, it's cool looking. She goes to bite his neck. Seward's there. He pulls it off, pulls her off of him. They burn her forehead with a cross. And then she uh, just kind of falls onto a stake that Van Helsing's holding. And uh, cool, mo- like, good moment where Van Helsing, because it's his daughter, just like starts wailing because he yeah. just killed his undead daughter. Yeah, Olivier was, he seems like a mess in this movie. Yeah. Which isn't totally a knock. Like, I mean, it makes sense for his character. But also, like, he kind of, like, I had a little trouble telling what he was, figuring out what he was saying sometimes, and it's, like, emotionally, sure. he seems he's very like Dutch, unhinged. right? He has, like, a weird accent. Um, I think he's English. I don't know. Oh, is he but English? I'm no, I'm no expert. Well, yeah. Um, but, yeah, just it's, like, he seemed, like, a little sloppy. I mean, also, it's, like, he's a famous actor from the 20th century, like, the chances that he was an alcoholic are, are pretty sky high. high. <laughs> yeah, he probably just didn't give a shit either. Like, fuck it, I'm yeah. in a Dracula movie. Great. Um, yeah. So Jonathan returns to find Lucy unconscious and freshly fucked in her bed. <laughs> smell it in the room. <laughs> She's lost a lot of blood. Uh, so they have to give her a blood transfusion. They hang garlic up around. Um, <clears throat> Dracula enters Van Helsing's room. We get that same kind of sequence from the 1931 version where mm-hmm. there's a mirror. But in this case, it's a gigantic mirror. Yeah. Um, that he's like, hey, uh, interesting thing about this mirror is I don't see you. And Dracula fucking <laughs> smashes this gigantic <laughs> wall mounted mirror. <laughs> and then what does he say he's like I hate mirrors Sorry. I, like, I, I dislike mirrors <laughs> I, like, I guess so man that's a good cover $5,000 mirror you just broke <laughs> yeah um, uh, <laughs> no, go ahead. okay I would say uh, Van Helsing holds up some garlic and Dracula starts to retreat you're a wise man professor for, for one that has not lived even a single lifetime which I think is a repeat, a repeat line from mm. the thirty. It's a good version. line. What's yeah, it must be from the play. It's a good line. It must be yeah. from the play. Yeah. Um, Dracula again can't compel Van Helsing to come to him. He uh, pulls out a cross, and then Dracula turns into a wolf, runs off. Um, and then they dig up Mina's grave again, which I thought was weird. Uh, mm. 
Mm-hmm. It, I guess it's, it's to show Jonathan what's up. She doesn't right. appear in the mirror that they hold up. And then Ben Helsing uh, wants to cut her heart out to save her soul. And from above, Lucy's watching all this, and she she bolts. She gets out of there. Um, the boys end up intercepting her, bringing her back to the cat to uh, the the you know Seward's place. Ben Helsing and and Jonathan decide they need to find Dracula and destroy him. Uh, they go to Carfax Abbey, which is again is disgusting. <laughs> it's covered in cobwebs and bones and shit. Yeah, um, they're poking around. Dracula appears. Jonathan holds up a cross. Dracula grabs it. It lights on fire. Um, and then he's basically he's like, you know how many people have come at me, man? I'm the king of my kind. You can't fucking kill me. Famous <laughs> <laughs> um, last words. And Jonathan tries to hit him with a shovel, and he turns into a bat. Um, and I think I think it also Jonathan's like screaming while the bat's attacking him. Yeah, the bat attacks his face, and he's like, "Help me, Van Helsing! Help me, <laughs> Jonathan!" Uh, I it's been years and years since I've seen the Bram Stoker's Dracula, the mm-hmm. Francis for Coppola movie. Is Jonathan yeah. a total fucking doofus in that one too? Because he's been he's like three for three being just a total doof. I guess no. I he's mean, not that he, bad in Hammer. He's he's Keanu, right? So he's like kind of has a little bit of natural goofiness, but I would say he's not nearly as much of a useless cuck as he is in this movie. <laughs> yeah, and this in the thirty-one version too. He's he's a total fucking nothing, nothing. Muffin. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> for sure. Yeah, um, very ineffective and ineffectual. The bat flies away. Uh, Dracula bat flies away. Van Helsing lays like pieces of sacrament on the soil in his grave. Uh, then we're back in the loony bin. Lucy's there in a cell. She confronts Jonathan about what they were doing to Mina, cutting out her heart. And then she uh, kisses him. Some fangs pop out. You got those freaky eyes that Mina had. And she goes to bite him. And he screams like a little bitch. Van Helsing <laughs> has to save him. Uh-huh. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, the boys get ready to for Dracula, who's going to come retrieve Mina. Dracula calls up to Renfield's window. Renfield starts to freak out in his cell. And Dracula busts in, grabs Renfield, and then in front of Renfield's um, cellmate, fully turns his head around. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. That was dope. Uh, there's chaos in the in that ensuing chaos. Dracula grabs Lucy, brings her back to Carfax Abbey. The boys rush over there, um, and they run into a carriage, like with Dracula in the back in a coffin. Uh, there's like a full on carriage car chase. Yeah, where they're this- chasing his coffin. Mm-hmm. This I enjoyed. I would I will say that like once like the last bit of this movie it, it it's it's definitely has more action going on yeah than either of the previous two entries and i did appreciate that <laughs> um so they're in hot pursuit the carriage hits a rock it like goes out of control the car runs off the road crashes the carriage gets away the driver of the carriage is killed in the process he's like thrown from the top um and then so this is like really where it diverges from the last two movies. Yeah. Um, they, they, they're like, where the fuck? 
where are we going? Uh, we, they go to the port and they see a boatman there say, oh, yeah, yeah, you just missed it. There's a boat bound for Romania there. They put that box on there. And then so our boys pursuing a boat. <clears throat> they get up to uh, the ship. And then, um, like, the sellers on board, they don't speak English, but and they won't cooperate until Van Helsing drops the name Nosferatu. So they go below deck. They pop open the coffin. Lucy and Dracula are in there hugging, embracing right in front of Jonathan, <laughs> rub, rubbing the front of his pants, breathing hard. They pull Lucy up, and they're about to strike, stake Dracula when he wakes up. And then he pushes Van Helsing. Van Helsing gets staked. They're like pinned yeah. against the wall or something. Kind of a curveball. Not was not oh. expecting it, right? Yeah, I wasn't expecting that either. Jonathan shoots Dracula with a gun, which does nothing. Uh Dracula grabs him and then he's like gonna choke him out or something, like the little bee little bitch he is. And Van Helsing <laughs> even though he's staked to the wall, has enough strength, more strength than Jonathan ever possessed, and <laughs> throws a hook, like a hook that's attached to a rope, to the back of Dracula, sinks in his back, and then Jonathan pulls him up with a pulley, drags Dracula up into the light, uh, right, up the, right up the mast. Dracula turns old and dies, but no, he doesn't, because uh, we just see a weird capy kite thing flying off in the distance. <laughs> yeah. It's supposed to be like, I guess they, they wanted it to be like a cliffhanger in case they wanted to do a sequel where it's yeah. like, why is his cape flying off on its own? You know? Right. Yeah. And then, uh, Lucy sees the cape flying off and smiles. And that's the end of, uh, 1979's Dracula. Dr. Acula. Dr. Acula presents Dracula. Okay. Hey, oh, go ahead. I have, a, I have a question completely unrelated to this movie. Um, I know there's a Netflix animated series now, but I was thinking about Dracula and action stuff, and it's like, how come nobody's made like a cool Castlevania movie? Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess just the... Yeah, there is just that Netflix thing, which I haven't seen the second season of. Um, How was the first season? It was cool. It's like an anime. Yeah. I'm not a huge anime fan, but yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a good question. I don't know. Um, it seems like a layup, but also seems like it's it, it could be just like another one of those like Paul W S Anderson. Like, yeah. 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 They'd fuck it up because they would like treat it like a cheap, and it's like no, make it like a fucking like full on action movie that could absolutely be a franchise. Castlevania. Yeah. I would. I always welcome more action horror movies. Uh, yeah, because those are fun as shit. Make it rated R. Um. All right. So we got a body count. Uh. We got a guy who got his throat ripped out. Guy who fell overboard on the ship. We got the captain who's who's tied to the wheel. Got his throat ripped out. And then all souls on board minus Dracula. We have Mina, baby Alex, Renfield, the carriage driver, and finally Van Helsing. Uh, so there you go. Those are the souls we lost during mm -hmm. the viewing of this movie. Um, you know, I'm going to switch up the order a little bit since I just listed off the deaths. Tight. What would you say is the best death of Dracula 1979? Um, 
I will say that Renfield. I'll say the head the head twist. I think yeah. was was cool. Yeah, I think it's cool too. It's probably my pick as well. I'll also give a special throat uh, throat out. I'll give a throat out. <laughs> I always have a throat out for the uh, the guy who gets his throat ripped out on the on the ship because yeah. uh, it was shocking. I just wasn't really yeah. expecting that level of violence in a Dracula movie. Give it the old uh, McGruber. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Turkey, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I want to watch that new, I want that new McGruber show to be out. Um, <laughs> moment that aged the worst. This movie now is going on uh, ooh, 50 years, 40 years. How old is it? 40 years. No, 40 years. 40 old. years. 40 years. Because I'm 38. Okay, yeah. Um, 42. I'll go. Almost. I'll go. I'll go first since you went last time. Uh, you know, I think I, I said it before. Jonathan Harker just looks like a dude from 1979 who's like, "Hey, man, do you want to be in this movie?" Yeah, sure, okay. <laughs> and he's like, didn't has a mustache. I don't know how prevalent yeah. mustaches were amongst you know solicitors of the time. Sure, he should be wearing a plaid shirt, just like yeah, yeah. Like yeah, he looks like he had from from yeah. uh, uh, All in the Family. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with something that I also already called out. I don't think there's anything super offensive in this movie, although I will say if you want to get a taste of of some uh, not so uh, current thoughts on gender relations and romance, you can read some of Frank Langella's interviews about uh, portraying Dracula and all of his eroticism. Oh, really? One of the. Well, it's not that bad, uh, but uh, and, and I get what he's saying. Um, I have a little quote here, though. It says okay. uh, one of the things he says, he says, Dracula seems to represent a kind of doorway to sexual abandonment, not possible with a mere mortal. I agree. Um, besides, he's offering immortality. Actually, I can't think of a woman who wouldn't like to be taken if it's with love. If you take a woman wow. by force, if you take a woman by force, and at the same time gently, you can't fail. Oh um, no! And I would, <laughs> oh, I would argue you. that you can, in fact, fail. Uh, yeah, you can fail. Dis- you can definitely fail in that endeavor. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> um, but, but that's outside the scope of the movie. But so for within the four walls of the film itself, I'm going to go with Frank Langella's hair. Yeah, it's good um, call. I think it just takes away from the effectiveness of his character because it's like a stupid fucking like, I mean, it's funny because (laughs) Batam got famous doing Saturday Night Fever. Frank Langella looks like fucking John Travolta. Yeah, uh, he does. At at the disco. So it just does does. not work. Yeah. Um, Okay. Here on Killstreak, we like to rate how scary these movies are on our patented John Carpenter scale. Of course, we just you know, compare these movies to uh, the oeuvre of one John Carpenter. We will be switching it up. We haven't really decided on a new director to do in 2021, but we will be switching this up. But for yeah, the send time, us your suggestions. If yeah, you to. Uh, I'm sort of uh, leaning towards uh, like a Wes Craven or something. But if you guys have some suggestions of directors who kind of run the gamut of scary to not scary, uh, we'd love to hear them. So. <laughs> I bet you can you bet you can guess this is my go-to anytime it's like a moody <laughs> foggy movie 
For fuck's sake. I was a movie that you haven't seen since you were like 15 years no, old. No, I've seen it recently. I just, I just don't like it. I don't really like the fuck. Okay. Well, you're just wrong. Um, okay. Well, I uh, reject your nomination of the fuck. Okay. <laughs> um, and I will say that I think that this movie is about as scary as Christine. Yeah, that was another one that that uh, caught my eye. Okay, I'll well let's lock it in. We'll say Dracula 1979 rates as a Christine on the Carpenter list. Previously, we have rated Christine as a Christine on the Carpenter list when we did John mm-hmm. Carpenter November. So yeah, yeah, that feels about wow. right. <laughs> the Carpenter list in John Carpenter November. <laughs> John Carpentober. Sorry, John Carpentober. Sorry. <laughs> also, it's That's called the Carpenter year. Scale. It's been called the Carpenter Scale all along, but it's neither here nor there. He's got the COVID brain fog. I got folks. COVID Give fog, break. guys. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then finally, we rate these movies uh, on the legendary scale of mm. Mary mm-hmm. Fuck Kill. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mike. What do you think for this one for yourself? Is this a marry, a fuck, or a kill? Um, well, I should be clear that I think that if like the 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 most succinct way that I can describe my feelings about this movie is to just say that they are not strong. Um this movie I did not think was bad. I didn't think it was particularly good. I wasn't offended by anything it tried to do i wasn't particularly excited by anything it tried to do Mm -hmm. um so it's i mean it truly teeters on that brink between a fuck and a kill for me um so here's my thought i think if i'm doing four dracula movies this month and i have to you know decide like if i'm trying to you know again grade them on a scale in the in the wrap up we will rank them but for now i think that this one's going to fall into the lower half and as a result i for the time being i'm going to give this a kill it just didn't quite get over the hump for me i don't think okay. i would rec- recommend it okay i think i enjoyed it more than you uh i i like the vibe of it i like the uh aesthetic and and um thought it looked really cool it did move a little slow for my tastes um, but I think at the end of the day, uh, I'm going to have to go with a a fuck for me. Um, this is my third fuck in a row with Dracula. Although I think mm-hmm. maybe 31, I, I initially said it was a kill, and then I kind of bumped it up. I might be, yeah, yeah. as we watch more of these, that may be creeping down for me into kill, kill streak territory. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But hey, yeah, we'll talk about it when we get to the wrap up. But yeah, for me, this is a this is a a, a fuck. But you know, yeah, you, you gotta you gotta be you gotta want to watch a Dracula movie. I guess is my caveat here. Um, You're like really maybe, itching for Dracula or for like some serious uh, PG thirteen cucking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You must if you really are into cucking. Uh, or if you're into Dracula movies and you've never seen this one, give it a spin. Uh, it's interesting, at least. Okay. All right. Uh, so we haven't decided yet 
what we're going to do. We were kind of playing our third segment by ear to see how my stamina was holding up. And you know what? I'm feeling good. I want to go for another segment. All right. What do you say? Will you do another segment with me, Mike? All right. I'm with you. Do you want to, should we stop down for a second, refill our waters and cook up an end segment for these fucking folks? Yeah. Yeah. Or do you just want to roll right into it? Do you know what you want to do? No, I don't know what I want to do. Of course, let's let's, let's take a break. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bye. Uh, Bye, guys. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back, and we are going to do one of our patented, we have a patent on this, segments. <laughs> we're going to be doing a chop quiz. So what's about to happen is I am going to quiz a one Mr. Michael Price here on the 10 top grossing vampire movies of all time. Ooh, um yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, there's a little trickery here. We'll see if if that ever (laughs) comes into play. Uh, I'm actually going to scale this, uh, so it'll actually be the top 14, (laughs) but... (laughs) (laughs) Wow, okay. Yeah, yeah, because... Make make my job harder. You'll see, well, no, you don't have to guess all 14. Okay. You'll see. Let's let's get into it. Michael Price, can uh, riddle uh-huh. me this? Can you tell uh-huh. me what are some of the highest grossing vampire movies of all time? Um, okay, quick question before I begin guessing. Um, sure. Are are these numbers adjusted for inflation? Hmm. It doesn't seem like it's been adjusted. Well, adjusted for inflation, but I th- okay. I feel like that doesn't change its place on the list. Okay. Yeah, let's go for it. All right, we're just gonna we're gonna go. We're, I'm just gonna plow ahead, and I'll have a great asterisk to use if I uh, do badly, and I can explain <laughs> what went wrong. Um, okay, um, my first guess will be um, next week's movie. I'm gonna go with the Francis Ford Coppola directed Bram Stoker's Dracula. You are correct on the list. It is number eleven. But Number you'll 11. see why I'm being so coy about this. The lifetime gross of $82 million. Okay. Nothing to sh- shake a stick at. Um, all right. I got a coy boy on my hands here. <laughs> um, all right. I'm going to, for my next one, I'm going to go with From Dusk Till Dawn. From Dusk Till Dawn. Don, I'm sorry to say, does not crack the top, uh, the top bunch of movies. It's already it's all the way down in number thirty. That is twenty five mi- about twenty five million, almost twenty six million dollars from Dust Till Dawn. That is a strike. I'm sorry, sir. Oh my god. Um. Okay. Wait, okay. Um. There, there is a, I, I, not to give you any uh, hints, uh-huh. there is a behemoth, like, uh-huh. atop the on list, this list. on the yeah. list, okay. Yeah, that is like, yeah. All right, let me, so I have one strike, I get three strikes, right? Is that, mm-hmm. or three strikes. do I get two, two strikes and the third strike I'm out? Is that, it's baseball rules? Yeah. Um, okay. I'm going to go with Hotel Transylvania. Oh, great. Great. Yes. That is uh, number eight, Hotel okay. Transylvania. That is a, uh, coming in at almost $150 million. Okay. Um, 
Give me Hotel Transylvania 2. You are correct. That is number six. We are at $169 million. Okay. Uh, Hotel Transylvania 3. That is number seven. You have $167 million. All right. I hope that's all of them. I haven't seen any of them. but I haven't uh, seen them either. Okay. Uh, a behemoth vampire. Oh, Twilight. Uh, which one are you talking about? Uh, I'm going to go with the original Twilight. Just, just yep. the first Twilight. Yeah. That is number $592 million. Okay. Give me uh, Twilight. Oh, fuck. Breaking Dawn. Is that <laughs> one of them? Uh, well, <clears throat> going to need a little more information. Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 1. <laughs> okay. That is number four. <laughs> $281 million. Uh, Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 2. <laughs> Number three, two hundred ninety-two million dollars. Okay, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Um, all right, we'll loop back around and see if I can remember the name of the other one, uh, or there okay. might be more. Oh, oh, other two. Okay, great. Well, Thanks. maybe. <laughs> um, Twilight. Yeah, you can see why I was. Yeah. Yeah, one of them's got to be about a moon. Um, I feel like just thematically and also based on my, um. Recollection. You want to take a stab at what it could be? Mm, no, no. Let's okay. Like, cause I like what keeps coming in my head is full moon, but I'm positive that that's not right because that's like mm-hmm. straight werewolf stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's take a swing at something else here. Um, sorry, which one? What what place was Breaking Dawn Part Two in? Breaking Dawn Part Two was number three. Okay, we've got Twilight, so- uh, the original, at number five. Breaking Dawn Part 1, 4. Breaking Dawn Part 2, 3. Okay. So I have the two other movies have got to be 1 and 2 on this list. <laughs> They're not dropping all the way down to 9, 10. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Well, we'll come back to those. Sure. Um, number 9, 10. <sighs> Vampires, man. They're everywhere. They are uh, Oh, oh, Eclipse, Eclipse, Twilight Eclipse. Um, Twilight Saga, Eclipse. That is number okay. one, $300 million. Shit. Okay. Yeah. All right, I'm keeping track. I have a little list for myself here, so I don't Oh, forget. cool, yeah. I'm, I'm going to count up to 18, I think, because five <laughs> of the movies in the top uh-huh. are... The the top five are Twilight movies, and then right. the following three are Hotel are Transylvania Hotel movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay, what about uh, the Lost Boys? Oh, the Lost Boys, great movie. Unfortunately, it's number twenty five, thirty two million dollars lifetime. Jesus, thirty two million. That's it. Yeah, that seems low. That seems really let me, low. Let me the uh, Lost Boys. Okay. That's weak. Lifetime. It's weak shit. Gross. Um, yeah, thirty-two million domestic wow. though. Domestic. Okay. Well, hmm. I guess this is so the domestic got, box office. I only have one strike left. Um, mm-hmm. Man, Underworld. Ding ding ding. Ooh. Is what I would say if you were correct, but unfortunately, oh, 
It is number 19. (laughs) Number 19? (laughs) Number 19, $51 million. Okay, so here we go. All right. That was your third final strike. We got Twilight Saga Eclipse, Twilight Saga New Moon. Two fucking uh, moon titles. What's that? Two moons. A lot of moon shit. New Moon. Uh, Breaking Dawn Part 2, Part 1, and then Twilight. Hotel Transylvania 2, 3, 1. And then now we got finally some different series. Uh-huh. Number 9, Van Helsing. Number 10, <laughs> Interview with a Vampire, The Vampire Chronicles. What? 11, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Uh, number 12, Blade 2. Oh, 13, that movie rules. Yeah, it does. Dark Shadows. <laughs> 14, wow. Blade. And then 15, Underworld Awakening. 16, Underworld Evolution. 17, Dracula Untold, we mentioned. 18, Blade Trinity. And then my arbitrary cutoff then fucked you with 19 is Underworld. And then number 20, Underworld Rise of the Lycans. Oh, my God. How so did Van it, Helsing make that much fucking money? I don't know. I, that's, it's $120 million. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, came out in 2004. So if... Nothing else. This shows that we need some new vampire movies that aren't Twilight or Hotel Transylvania Jesus or Underworld. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what a shit All right, show. guys. Mike, I think you did a great job, even, even though you didn't Thanks. guess all of them. That would be an impossible. It's a lot of movies. Um, but hey, guys. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for all of the well wishes that I've been getting. Um, I know listeners of the show have reached out to me. Uh, on Twitter, you can write to us on Twitter if you'd like to. You can do that at KillstreakPod. Uh, also on Instagram at KillstreakPod. You can email us KillstreakPod at gmail.com. You can leave us a voicemail like Dan Morris did earlier. Um, and you can do that on, on the Anchor website, uh, anchor.fm slash KillstreakPod. Um, you can do that on your phone or you can do that on the website. I've never done it, so I'm not really sure how it goes, but I'm sure it's very easy. Seems easy. Yeah. Uh and of course please write a review for us on um iTunes would be wonderful. We would appreciate that. Yeah. Uh it's called Apple Podcasts now. Um iTunes. Oh yeah, is yeah, sure. Uh but you know, uh yeah, we say this all the time, but you guys uh you know, we're trying to grow our audience out to uh more and more folks and the only way for people to stumble across our podcast really is to get it recommended to them by uh, an arbitrary black box algorithm. And the only thing that we know that pumps up that algorithm is high ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts. So uh, help us out, folks. Please. That's thanks. correct. Yeah. Um, we will be rounding out our Dracoff, January Dracoff, with our final movie, uh, which is Bram Stoker's Dracula, the Francis Ford Coppola movie. Um, oh, I should check to see yeah. where this movie Star- is streaming. Starring Gary Oldman, Keanu Reeves, Winona Ryder, Anthony Hopkins. This is a star-studded affair. Yeah. And it is. A long it's one, weird. too. It's good. Yeah. It's <laughs> the longest Killstreak movie ever so yep. far. Um, I might, I might uh, pass out while I'm taking notes. Okay, yeah. so it is streaming for free on uh, Yup TV. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is. What the fuck is that? Yup, TV, Eros uh-huh. now. Oh, these are all subscriptions in Sling. Yeah, I think it's, it's a, this a, one's a, a renter. 
Yeah. Yeah, this looks like a rental. Um, I'm excited to watch it. I haven't seen it since, uh, wow, it's been like maybe high school. It's been a while. Yeah. I mean, it's a stylish affair. I'm excited to watch it. Um, I just watched Gary Oldman in three straight Batman movies, so I'm pumped to see him take center stage. Um, yeah, he's great. But yeah, uh, so come back next week sometime, maybe Monday. Might be a day or two late. We'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, you know, as long as you're subscribed to the pod and your feed, it'll drop right right as soon as it's ready for for you. Uh, and as always, now it's you, my best beloved one. 